Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Melissa just raw dogged a protein ball. And you know what happens when you raw dog a ball? You usually need a palate cleanser after. Some water, anything. And she's like, no, I'm good. So it's just for y'all. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Don't Blame Me. A wonderful podcast, dare I say. And you know what? We're not I'm com- we're completely unbiased in that. Completely. I have I'm just like No skin yeah. in the game. Cool. Like completely unrelated to me. Like I'm, I, me, who me? I am. I am just a a bystander and a fan of myself. Yeah. Well, you gotta back yourself. Mm-hmm. I am my number one fan. If I'm not a fan, then who am I? A hater? Right. And if I can't be a fan of myself that day, I'm always a fan of you. You know. Thank you. I Megan. can be Team Melissa today. Okay. Actually, I'm still pretty Team Megan. I'm in a chaotic mood. 
We won't get into that. No, we won't. Hey, but I might get into it on my YouTube channel. It's undecided. I don't think you should do it. You know, I probably shouldn't, and I should probably consult not just my fa- multiple therapists and professionals, but we'll see. Anyways, welcome to Don't Blame Me, and what an ironic title that is in this moment right now for my life. This is a podcast where we give you wonderful, amazing, life-changing advice. And like this little interaction you just saw between us, sometimes we're on different sides. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have different outlooks, different different ideas, different vantage points that we're coming from. Your point is usually higher than mine. Yeah. Right now, I would say both of our points are chaotic. I just, just mean different. <laughs> well, we're sitting down. And what we've learned from this podcast is apparently people can't tell. That's because our- you slouch. If you look right now, I look like I'm taller than you. Well, it's just because there is so much of me. Then you kind of fold. Like I a do. Pretzel. I am very pretzel-like. This is Auntie Anne's. I thought it was Auntie M's. Who? I don't know. My bad, everybody. So this is a podcast where we give wonderful, amazing, life-changing advice. And we do that by answering your calls. You leave us voicemails or you send us a voice memos. You can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. So for both of those, you have to be H&R over or have your parents' permission. And we do request that you practice a few times. You write everything down that you want to say. You read it out loud. Time yourself. Make sure it's under three minutes. Get all the information out in there. We do want to know how old you are. If you'd like to let us know your pronouns, please do. But if it's about a relationship, how long you've been together... All of those things, all the important information you would need in order to, you know, give advice to somebody else, but it's us giving advice to you because otherwise we do have to infer and we don't want to get it wrong. And then, you know, you're like, Ugh, that didn't even help me at all. So the more specific you can be, the better advice that we can give you. And also always let us know if you are sensitive. We keep that in mind. And yeah, then finally, when you're ready to do the call read it out loud perform it yes please you don't have to memorize it because we can't see you no you write it down and read it yeah just read it just read it i was just checking the citizen app because there's some a helicopter circling it's gone now but i was seeing there's been a lot of things popping off over here recently Uh (laughs) oh something i call flipping off (laughs) like a little tumble yeah, and if anyone was on the fence about you and your HOA future mm-hmm. and your desire, her her new thing is a speed bump. She wants a speed bump. That was all that was the original no, no, thing. But it was you were working your way up to it. I've no, I've contacted the city many times, but they're like the funding's out. Oh yeah. I've but, been working on But it. she's collecting the receipts mm-hmm. of like case in point. Yeah. This is why we needed the speed bump. Well, I think I got the, the That's what I'm saying. Like number one reason. Yeah. A few nights ago. Yeah. And by the way, that car that's parked out there, is that one of the ones that got a little love tap? I don't know what's out there. There's a car out there who if it's smashed on the side. It then, is. Then yeah. 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 So this said an incident involving a FedEx truck. So I don't know what that means, but that's why the helicopter <laughs> was. I'm so was sorry. Circling. What? Right. That's all it said. Is a FedEx truck committing a heist? I would watch that movie so quickly. Yeah, I don't know. Well, now I have to see a FedEx heist movie. <laughs> well, it's gone now. We need but... a FedEx partnership for the next Oceans movie. Mm. Imagine, hey, Mattel's getting ahead of it. Mattel is partnering with everyone. But Mattel's in on the joke. Like, Mattel's the yes. villain in the Barbie movie. So I'm like, FedEx. 
you might not think it's good press but look at the barbie movie we're fucking stoked barbie is just the collabs i'm like every every time i look up i'm like oh, okay ruggables doing a collab i almost just said that <laughs> i and i think they did one with did they do base the luggage or they just released their own hot pink one but it's fucking beautiful luggage oh and i'm like i think i need this and moo did their second or third mm-hmm. one i saw very cute i need to get some barbies will you come to that on opening day maybe what yeah. day of the week i don't know probably thursday is when i would go in the daytime well yeah that's what i'm saying like yeah. i would go that on would opening probably... day okay i don't want to go friday at the grove no, at 8 no, p.m no. first of all I don't, but I'm, so I'm saying, I don't think you would want to do that either. So I feel on a Friday. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to do that. But like when you said opening day, I said opening day. No. Yeah, I could do day. A Thursday, like at two o'clock. Yes. Whenever the first one, I'm on the mailing list for the specific movie theater that I like to go to. I love that movie theater. And so that's the only theater I go to. So that is where I would be going. Yeah. Well. We do have an update that's going to be at the end of the episode, and it's a good one. Very good. So we're going to take a break right now, and then when we come back, we're going to get into the calls. Hell yeah! Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. 
And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. And I did forget to promote our Patreon. So Go check ahead. out our Patreon. Join our live streams. Watch the video version of the podcast. I do have to say, I'm not putting up the last Patreon we did because it got a little out of hand. I'm sorry. It was so funny. It was so funny. But I know yeah. that other people do not work in the industry that we work in. And I just want to protect everyone. Yeah, no. And so. I also think if someone were to see that and not watch the whole the way, all the way through, they th- they would think that. They wouldn't understand that we as a collective became someone's number one fan. Uh-huh. And I think if someone told that person without that person watching, they would think it was disingenuous. Yes. And it's not. It's not. It was just curious. Curiosity. Yeah. And so if I highly recommend coming to our live streams because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Because sometimes what we talk about, we will have to go. Let's pause the li- let's pause the recording. Yeah, I think and I'm talk gonna, about this live a little bit. I'm gonna cut when we start going off the rails. Yeah, and we do that sometimes. We literally will stop recording yeah. at the request. I didn't of, realize how far we were gonna get in that. So I, I don't think any of us did. Yeah, it took us somewhere else entirely. It got real deep. Yeah, think about it. No, in a in a in sense. a sexual way. Yes, there was a dramatic reading of. A story. The written porn. Yeah. Porn in the written word. Literonic. That's a good word. I mean, it's a website. No. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, someone has to have coined that, but that is a... Yeah. It's like where people go and write fiction that's sex stories. Not just Wattpad. They had to have their own It was before. This has been around for years. Wow. Maybe I have read read stuff on that then. I was in the early fanfic. Yeah. It was like... There is a fanfic section, but it's also people just writing stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sexy. You know what I'm reading later? Actually, not. <laughs> well, here's call number one. Also, Patreon, if you see my tits, just like don't talk about it. Hi, I called last week in the midst of my situation, and I'm sure it didn't make sense, so I'm calling again and hope you haven't missed the call. This is about my boyfriend, 23, he, him, and me, 23, she, her. We've been dating for three and a half years and have had our normal ups and downs. I know in his previous relationship that towards the end he started talking and hanging out with a girl who was in a mutual friend group of his, but his girlfriend wasn't, and he basically emotionally cheated with this girl. Fast forward to Memorial Weekend this year, he got a text from an unknown number, and it turned out to be that girl. It really threw him off because they haven't talked in five years. We talked about it that night, and we said how it was weird. And I said I'd also be thrown off if someone from my past texted me. After that, we didn't see each other for a week and a half slash two-ish weeks. And throughout that time, I could tell something had really changed with him. When we finally hung out, I went on his phone and saw he had been texting this girl since we parted ways after that weekend together. I'm so mad that I didn't get to go through everything on his phone besides the messages. But luckily, those were just friendly and I didn't think they were deep or flirty at all. Just very surface level. While I'm mad and hurt that he lied to me about texting her, I've also chosen to forgive him because I know he's not happy with his job, he's super busy this summer with sports leagues that he's joined, and he's not happy at all with his living situation. For me, I know it would be a nice escape, and I'm sure it was for him to talk to her because she doesn't know any of that stuff, and he didn't have to share it with her, but everyone else in his life does. 
I also forgave him because I honestly think I would have done the same thing and hid it from him too, like if I said if someone from my past texted me. I never asked him to not text her back or even asked if he had texted her back. I just assumed assumed he wouldn't and that he hadn't. It also just sucks that it's the same girl as his last relationship. He's blocked and deleted her number on everything, and we're both just trying to move on and gain that trust back. My question is, is it dumb to try to move on for this? from this? Is it as bad as it sounds, or is it really not that big of a deal? What are your thoughts? Thank you. How much therapy have you been in? Because this is, like, incredibly reflective in bigger picture of this. That, like, it's the way you're talking about this is, like, more along the lines of how we would talk about, like, you're talking about this as as if you're not in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I... Like being incredibly objective. I don't know if this is the right move, though. I I don't think it's the wrong move. And I think you're right. I think everything that you're saying is right. He's unhappy with, like, where he's at in life. And she doesn't know those things. He can, like, be whoever he wants or whatever. And I think him blocking is a good call and, like, wanting to, like, move on from it. But that this is a I don't think that this the response is the solution because this the texting and her wasn't a problem it's a a result and a symptom of how unhappy he is and all of this stuff so to me him blocking her and doing all of that that doesn't I don't think it'll also help you feel secure in the sense that like until he working on himself and he's becoming happy like getting a job that he is not so miserable at like all of these things like if he's unhappy this was something he did when he was unhappy and he might not do this thing again but like then what if you don't address what's making you unhappy then something else will still happen because if you hadn't found it would he have blocked her that's my issue yeah if you hadn't found it he would still probably be texting her and so he and then he lied about it so it's just like is he really over it or is he still talking to her somewhere else and like yeah she's someone that didn't that doesn't know what's going on in his life but like get an online friend find someone else to talk to I just don't this is like emotional cheating and I don't think that this like I don't I don't think that he's actually like made peace and maybe sorry I think he's sorry he got caught yeah and I think that like I think it's then it's just not gonna be her and then it's like he's gonna you know do talk with someone else about it like that's kind of the thing that it's like she's the worst person he could have picked for it but I think him being like okay it's not gonna be her then it's like okay well it can't be anyone so like it could be like a friend it could be somebody that he doesn't have a past with yeah or a therapist like a therapist yeah but I don't know if he can afford therapy or whatever if he goes to therapy but like the problem with me is like if it could if it was any other friend if it was oh yeah yeah, friend friend or like a, a girl that has been in his life that was not a girlfriend then whatever but it's the fact that this is somebody that he has been emotionally bonded with on an intimate level that he hid from you to talk about what his life was going through. Yeah. No, but he didn't talk about her with it. I think that was the whole thing. Like, but that I mean, he, yeah, but he's still like just ta- he's using her as an outlet. Yeah. And I think that the the cause, like the big umbrella of all of this and what happens and why he's doing this is like he's not feeling happy with himself and he's feeling insecure and that's you know he instead of going to a friend 
a friend is going to like console you, comfort you, like hear you out and all of that. But a friend isn't going to, a friend isn't going to make you feel wanted and desired in that way. And that's the difference when you're feeling really fucking lost and really insecure. You're not looking for you're not a looking, solace in a friendship. You're yeah. looking for an ego boost. Yes. That's in a desire, like you said, a desirable yeah. way. And in this way that like he doesn't have to work very hard for mm-hmm. it. But I think like she's one of the worst people he could choose. But I think like until the addressing of like the insecurity and the need to feel seen and desired by someone because he's in a self-loathing or self-hating kind of spiral I think it's until that's addressed I think it's he starts chatting with people on who are you know maybe someone on OnlyFans or he starts flirting with someone who like he knew from before or like a someone he like joins a date like in a way that like this to me is again a symptom of a bigger problem and I think you have to address the there yes there's a reason why he did it and he's like stressed about all of these things but the crux of it is insecurity and needing to feel wanted and desired and it's why and that has nothing to do with your relationship Mm -hmm. it's the the reasons are all the things you've listed it's like he's not feeling good he's feeling like spread too thin and all this kind of stuff and it's like okay so you hate your job you hate your living situation and you need this escapism and the only way that he's viewing escapism is in an emotional romantic sexual kind of way because there's no issue no drama there it's just like fun and he can just like shut off for a minute then it's like okay well until we address that then it's going to be someone else and it's going to be the same the same issue just in a dip with a different person so I think like understanding that this is nothing about you mm-hmm. and that he is clearly going through something is good like and like and I don't think you are wrong in any of that sense but I think wanting to move on from it I also don't think is a bad call but it's just be making sure that you both know what you're moving on from but more so what you're repairing what you're working at and what you're where you're growing like mm-hmm. what direction and like how you're healing and how you're fixing this because it's also <laughs> you know his mindset needs to change all of those things but if he hates his job and he hates his living situation one of those has to fundamentally change there needs to be those things it can't just be your attitude on all of these things needs to change your attitude on other things will have to change but if there are some things that are taking up your literal like your living situation and your job those are things that are taking up all the hours in your day you don't have a lot of time to emotionally work on yourself like you're spent so one of those things has to change and I think that's the conversation you have with him it's like okay yeah this can't happen anymore let's work through this but like what's going to change mm-hmm. and it's not up to you to tell him what he needs to change because at that point if it doesn't come from him wanting to do it it won't happen so it's like okay so what how are you going to change like what do you and if it's like well I'll just try harder it's like but how you have to have the the how you're going to do a certain thing not just a solution and if you could just try harder you would have already at that point like yeah. Some things have to fundamentally change. Mm-hmm. So the questions you asked were, is it dumb to try to move on for this from this? I don't think it's dumb, but I think there just needs, you have to address the actual situation and not, again, it's not that he, it's not moving on from the fact that he only lied. 
and only hid this from you and like that that is a huge issue for me Mm -hmm. but it's feels like more he's only apologetic because he got caught he wouldn't have told you if he didn't get caught yeah yeah and so like i don't think it's dumb with how you're just you're handling it from a like elevated level but you still have to address the minutiae to solve the problem yeah i i think it's it's not about moving on it's about moving forward and moving on is a byproduct of moving forward but you can't just move forward Mm-hmm. without the the putting the work in and I would keep it in your mind for you that like he doesn't get points for being somewhat honest at the beginning and then lying after because usually when people do that they have the they intention have of covering plan. up yep. after so they breadcrumb they give a little bit so it feels like you don't have to be on edge it feels like you don't have to do any of that stuff it gets premeditated in that sense so I wouldn't give him credit for that because you know you, you, you shouldn't be applauded and praised for not lying. That's mm-hmm. like such the bare minimum. But then he did lie. Yeah, exactly. And so it's not like that doesn't soften the blow because it's the, he was truthful at the beginning that she texted him. So, you know, it's only it's only for me, like the truth being truthful is only it, it's always important. But it's it's important. It's, it's really only important when it's hard. You know, when it's easy just to tell the truth, that to me is not like a testament to your character but it's telling the truth when it's hard that's really means the most then like is this as bad as it sounds or is it really not that big of a deal to you i think it's a big deal i think it's a big deal and i think you think it's a big deal too but i think that's why you went through his phone you didn't trust him yeah because his behavior changed Mm -hmm. and you know it's not on you to get over it at all it's on him to it's on him to drastically change himself and get himself in a position in a place where he doesn't recognize the person who did this and neither do you Mm -hmm. and it's you see that it's not that he tells you that but you have you see that and then from there that decision's not right now it's hard for you to like if you're second guessing your choices and your decisions don't make any choices and decisions it's every day's day by day and because right now if you're committed if you're saying to him like I'm committed to like working through this then for him, it's like, cool, got it done. And it's like, no, I want I want to see this through. I hope that that's where we end up. And, you know, he has to he has to sh- prove that and show that to you, not just promise it to you. All right. Good luck. And please update us in like six months. Yeah. All right. Next call. Okay. For my story here, the key players and their fake names. I'm Kay Her, 31, husband, he, him, 33, named Josh, best friend, she, her, 31, named Allie, my mother-in-law, she, her, single mom, kind of some mental health issues going on there too. So Allie's getting married and Josh and I are both part of the wedding party. The wedding is no kids, which I'm completely happy about, but that means that we'll need a sitter for our two kids for the three days that was going to be gone because the venue's a few hours away, so we're going to stay in a hotel for the rehearsal dinner, etc. Allie and my family are super close. She's always invited to dinners and holidays and goes on outings with my family members, so she's invited them to the wedding. My mother-in-law was at our house for dinner one night, and I asked her if she would mind staying with the kids during the wedding weekend. She does like to help babysit, so that's never been an issue. She informed me that she thought she was going to be invited to the wedding. My mother-in-law and Allie are not close at all. I don't think that they even have each other's phone numbers and see each other maybe once or twice a year at our kids' birthday party. Allie wasn't planning to invite mother-in-law to the wedding and has a limited amount of space. 
Josh mentioned he didn't realize that she was invited either and said jokingly that Allie didn't think about the fact that she was inviting everybody that would babysit our kids. I sent Allie a text asking if she told mother-in-law that she'd be invited and she said she did not and now she feels horrible that she wasn't going to invite her and is scrambling to see if they even have room. So the problems are mother-in-law doesn't even know anybody at the wedding besides us. We're in the wedding party and we're going to be busy. Mother-in-law doesn't like driving so she'd want to stay with us at the hotel and she really likes some couple time away from the kids. Allie feels guilty for not planning to invite her and is scrambling. So now at 3 a.m. I receive a text from mother-in-law saying she'll keep the kids and not go to the wedding even if she was invited and how hurtful it was that Josh said Allie shouldn't have invited everyone. I know this sounds like problem solved, but she was super dramatic about how hurt she was, and I just feel like she's going to make a big deal about this and how upset she is. Josh is now upset because his mom's upset, and the wedding has just become like this taboo topic. I found another family friend who can keep the kids, but I feel like if I bring it up, his mom is going to be upset because she said she would watch them. Basically, if she can't go to the wedding, she's going to be upset, and if I find someone else to babysit, she's going to be upset. I don't know how to move forward without her making a big deal about being hurt, and I also don't even know if Allie will be inviting her, and if she doesn't, I feel like she's going to make it a big deal. Would appreciate any advice and insight you guys have. Thanks so much. Um, no one should ever just assume they're invited anywhere in life. I would love to have the unabashed confidence of that. Like this person I I see maybe once a year who I know through mutual people who like don't have her cell phone number. Of course she's inviting me to her wedding. Um, yeah, um, mother-in-law is in the wrong here. I know this is not, but am I wrong? Listen on Thursday. Um, but yeah, like I, I just don't ever think that I'm, there's people that I know through my parents. And if I were to assume that I was invited to anything that they did, no, like. You just never cross your mind. Never, never, never. And if it did cross my mind. It would be an inside thought. Yeah. I, like, without a doubt, wouldn't say it out loud. Like, it would have been a moment. Like, if I really thought that, and then suddenly, like, my daughter-in-law, who, it's her best friend's getting married, she asks if I can babysit, then I would go, oh, my God. It's, I can't but It's Josh's best friend. Allie is her husband's best friend. No, because her caller's going. Because yeah. Allie's close with her. Allie's, I mean, caller's parents are going because they're close with Allie. I think it's like a mutual okay. friend, but I think but it's... they're both in the wedding. Yeah, I was yes, going to say, but, but I think like Allie and her are... Because if her parents are going to the wedding, I assume that means that you might have grown up together. Maybe. And that maybe it's like a college... You all met in college and Got you it. went to... I don't know. Something along the lines of that. But like, again, if I was mother-in-law, like of all the people, if I then heard one of like the bride and groom, one of their best friends, them saying, like, oh, can you babysit? I would go, that clearly indicates I'm not invited to the wedding. Like, and I would yeah like yeah so there is no way to avoid the drama there's no way to avoid her being upset or making it a big deal she's already making it a big deal so you just have to go with logic because she'll she will be upset either way Mm -hmm. and the logical thing is she was not invited and she should not be invited and so she will babysit the kids and she will be upset and the illogical thing is that she suddenly gets an invite she comes, then she goes to the wedding and sulks and is upset. And to me... And she wouldn't know anybody because y'all are in the no. wedding party, so you're going to be on the dais, and then y'all can't fuck. Yeah. planning on doing. She's going to be upset either way, but one of the options is logical. Yeah. You fucking go with that one. So, yeah. She is... 
babysitting. Yep. Y'all are going to the wedding. You're going to have a grand old time being in the party and then having a night without the children. Yeah. Yeah. And she'll be upset. And, and that's fine. Over but at least she'll be upset and she doesn't have to be in an evening gown. Maybe give her something like a nice gift or something if you want to smooth it over. You know, thanks yeah. for watching the kids. Here's a whatever she likes. Yeah, spa gift card. Mm-hmm. Something nice. But yeah, and then you enjoy your time and know that she would have made the wedding miserable for you guys there. And if she could, she might have even purpose or on accident made the wedding uncomfortable for the bride and groom yep because who's she gonna sit with and then they gotta squeeze her in somewhere Mm-hmm. yeah she wants to be upset she's decided she's upset it does not matter how things transpire like that's she's she's there mm-hmm. she's solidified in how she feels about it uh and that's there's no solution to that in her feelings so like there's not a right answer that you're not thinking of that would make this go away. Nah. And that's Have okay. Fun. Have a great, wonderful time. I think it'll be great. And just pretend, like, just, yeah, you don't need to ignore her. She'll get over it. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take another break. Woohoo! <laughs> We're back. We are back. And now we're going to get into our update. Fantastic. I called back in October. What had happened was I've been living at my parents for the last like three-ish years. My parents are pretty conservative. And my dad, the reason I moved home was because of the pandemic. And I also dropped out of school. So I got a job here. I've just been working and my dad basically flipped on me and said, like, if you're not going to school, you have to pay rent. And it was kind of just a traumatic situation. I just started to shut down and become quite miserable. I was considering possibly moving in with my boyfriend, but he was still in a lease at the time. So it didn't make a lot of sense. And his apartment was teeny, teeny, tiny. Uh, My mom was like, on my side in terms of like how things went down with my dad she was very supportive but like none of us could make him apologize and that was what I wanted that was my boundary and then uh what happened was come Christmas time he just started speaking to me and trying to be really nice to me and no one was addressing like what had happened or why we had stopped talking and he just yeah just started talking to me and now everything is fine Half of the people in my life are like, that's great. It doesn't matter. And the other half of the people in my life are like, that's really shitty. But I've kind of come to a point where I'm like, okay, this man is very prideful. I've known this man my whole life. Um, My mom even said, like, when the whole situation was happening, that, like, in their 30-year marriage, she's gotten an apology from him. She said maybe twice. And then I was like, yeah. (laughs) And then that kind of clicked in my head. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, got it. Cool. Because, like, you see your parents, like, my parents have always been, like, a good example of a marriage to me. Like, they've been married and they've always, like, been outwardly affectionate towards each other. But that just kind of makes you understand. Those little things make you understand, like, oh, this is why the dynamic is what it is. 
so yeah so I'm kind of at peace with that like it is what it is um it's better than feeling like I shouldn't be in the home that I've grown up in Mm -hmm. so now the situation is my boyfriend and I want to move in together we actually looked at an apartment yesterday yeah which is exciting it's also very terrifying part of the reason it is so terrifying to me is because my mom has said some stuff about like not really loving my boyfriend um she doesn't think he's going anywhere or has like much of a career which is kind of bullshit to me (laughs) because neither do i and she's like well where is he going and all this stuff and they're also very against living together before marriage they seem to think that if i stay home long enough and work the job that i'm working at which is just above minimum wage that i'll be able to save for a house and i won't lose my mind in this house before i'm able to buy a house and Mm -hmm. uh in my area the housing market is crap it's just there's no way I would have to win a lottery or a rich family member which I have none of would have to die you know like I would have to be secretly related to a prince or something and it's just not going to happen and I've been slowly losing my mind and building a lot of resentment towards them my mom can kind of pick up on it like she's been like what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong and it's kind of hard for me to be like you so I'm just pretending everything's fine yeah and yeah like otherwise my relationship with my mom is great but I just know for a fact that once I tell her like hey I'm actively looking at apartments and I'm wanting to move my long distance relationship forward like that's the other thing my boyfriend and I see each other like every two weeks and we're very lucky compared to a lot of other long distance relationships that we've been doing this for the last three years and it's just getting gotten very very old and I'm not growing and I'm not learning uh while I'm here in my tiny small town so yeah so I'm just I have to have the conversation with my mom because we need to make a decision on the apartment like very soon for a lot of logistical reasons and I the only thing holding me back is just the whole situation with my mom right now and my dad too can I ask do you do you need her help with like financial stuff for the move? Cause like my gut reaction would be just like, we signed the lease. Like I'm so excited mm-hmm. and not giving her mm-hmm. the, cause I think when you tell someone a little bit earlier, it's like telling someone a baby name before like, Oh, this is what we're going to name our baby. And it's like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to get, you're asking for my input. And it goes, but and ask for your opinion or my ear. But like people will give it regardless. But when yeah. you've made your decision, even if you think that you're not going to listen to someone else's opinion, like it will stay in the back mm-hmm. of your head that can, you know, put that up yeah, for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's not necessarily I need her like approval for any like financial stuff. Like I would probably do it on my own anyways. Their help would be great. But no, it's not necessarily that. And that's kind of what I've been toying with is like, even if we do sign the lease like this week, we won't move in until September. So that is sort of, that's what I've been kind of trying to toy with is, um, you know, do I tell them when it's too late to do anything about it? Or my problem with that is that I just know how much it will hurt them if I do that. And as much as I know our relationship needs to change, I also need to value 
the trust that they do have in me because I know they have it like any conversation I've had like with my mom because again my I don't know if you were able to glean but my dad is not much of a talker Mm -hmm. so any conversation I've had with my mom she's always willing to like lay down her sword if it means that our relationship will stay okay it's just I'm concerned that like this decision is the one thing that will she won't back down on I guess did you end up having to pay rent to stay at home no no so the deal we kind of ended up doing was that I pay for gas now we have a gas tank on my property and I spent the first maybe six or seven years of my driving uh, not paying for gas, which was great. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Because I just a little more context is just I live on a farm. Mm. So all of us have sort of throughout our lives been expected to help out. Mm. So when I was in high school, most of my evenings, I was out in the barn doing chores before and with my dad. And then once I went to university, my mom like sat me down and was like we understand that farming is not what you want you will not be expected to help with chores like unless we are really desperate then we don't need you to help out so all of that connection that I had with my dad throughout like high school and like growing up is gone yeah that we think is a big part of the reason why he freaked out the way that he did Mm -hmm. he felt like he wasn't getting the respect that he wanted but at the same time it was kind of like okay you didn't there just was zero communication. So I didn't realize that those were the feelings he was having. And had I known, had it been something that he wanted, I would have done that. And so now it just feels like more transactional. So with him, I'm like a little bit more, okay, this might hurt our relationship, but that's not strange to me. I can also see him viewing that as quality time, but like the only way Mm -hmm. that he, if he's not much of a talker, if he's like a little more you know, mm-hmm. men aren't emotional sort of a thing, then it becomes like, oh, well, then respect. That's a emotion men are allowed to, like, yeah. desire versus, like, connection. Yeah. I mean, I would I would never, like, advise someone to – that's a lie. I was going to say I would never advise someone to lie. I tell people to lie all the time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to say, though, is, like, I, I totally understand you're saying, like, I want to make sure that, like, the respecting and honoring the relationship you do have in, like – not wanting to just do something that could backfire I think like if it feels like the decision as a whole like if you if you let her know now that like this is what we're gonna do before you sign it I'm letting you like I'm letting you know that like this is like what's going Mm -hmm. to happen I think you just have to figure out like is that is is she gonna lay her sword down is she more likely to lay her sword down if you tell her before or is it like you know I'm really not okay with this like that can't happen and then it's Mm -hmm. like oh well then you really have to fucking blow shit up in order to leave versus is it likely that like you know you let her know and it doesn't have to be like you know I let her know when it's too late like literally like can you like Mm-hmm. You could say it's too late. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, we've already signed yeah. this and this going to be, and it doesn't mean yeah. that that's actually the the truth, but it's not yeah. like, oh, I'm going to wait until, I'm going to sign it now and wait until tell her until August. It's like, I'll sign it now, tell her mm-hmm. that it's for September and that like, it's a done, it's a done deal. Like, you know what I mean? Like in yeah. the way that like, I totally understand not wanting and also not wanting to like carry a lie with you and like have to like hide like you know packing and Mm -hmm. like doing all of that stuff like that feels can feel really deceptive but in a way that like is there a way for you to kind of selectively tell what you want to tell 
in a way that you feel like would protect that relationship? Hmm. Um... I guess my question is, if the radical honesty and just being entirely transparent and forthcoming, is the response just going to be met with, I don't want you to, to do that? Like, is, is there a way of she's going to support it or is the only yeah. way she's going to support it is like you being honest and then you not doing it? Yeah. Well, kind of what I've been thinking of like saying is like, this is making me think about going back to school, like using kind of what my dad used against me last summer and uh-huh. kind of flipping it around and saying, well, if I make this own decision and if I go start my own life, then this might push me to actually do the things you want me to do. Like, I think that's sort of where I feel like we can come to agreement is that they see me doing all of these things and checking all of these boxes. But I think that their order of operations is different than mine is. Because, I don't know, the way I've grown up is always, you know, you do your elementary school, high school, and then your post-secondary. Mm-hmm. And in post-secondary, there's three ways of doing it. There's college, there's university, and there's trades. Both of my older brothers did trades, and I went to university, failed out of university, or dropped out of university, and then started college, and then a pandemic hit. So I wasn't able to finish college. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sort of been the biggest wrench for every single one of us like on a global scale but also in my family no one knows how to handle that and no one knows how to handle me and my needs because I didn't know how to handle me and my needs for a long time so yeah I think it's I don't know how partial I can get because the other thing too is I need a new car so moving in with my boyfriend who already has a car means that I might need not I might not need to buy my own Mm -hmm. so that's a whole other situation because the thing while I'm living here I have to have a car otherwise I can't get anywhere so yeah I I don't know I think the worst thing she could possibly say because I don't think she would ever try to control me and she anytime we talk about people who parents who like shun their children and remove them from their lives for reasons she always says that's stupid that's ridiculous like your kids should be the thing you live for what do you know about unconditional love So I don't think it's as much as my anxiety is telling me that that's like a possibility that my relationship with my parents will end because of this. I know logistically she loves me and she loves her kids more than anything. I think the worst possible scenario is that she goes, I think that's stupid and I don't agree with your decision, which at the end of the day is like sucks, but not the end of the world. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. How old are you? I'm 25. Okay. And then like is she was she is she going to be more mad that you're moving out or is it the boyfriend situation? I think if I said I think the boyfriend was removed, I think that would soften the blow a little bit. I am I would be moving in with a friend from home who I've known for a few years, which I know you guys don't recommend but she barely spends any time in her apartment. And I've lived with friends before and it's gone successfully. And we're all therapized enough that I think it yeah. would be okay. If you know how to handle it, then like, yeah, yeah, it's usually the biggest one we've always said. It, it's usually like your first roommate or right. when you're going yeah. from home to yeah. college or something with, and you haven't had that separation. Of yeah. Life. That's different yeah. when you're 25. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've already yeah, exactly. had other roommates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she just, I think she underestimates my boyfriend and like how much he does take care of me and wants to take care of me because she hasn't seen us together as much as his family has and as much as like our friends have. And yeah, I was kind of thinking about the same thing. Like when I was 
considering moving out last fall was okay what if I just move in with a friend somewhere but then I think I get hit with well why don't you just stay home and save money like it's it doesn't feel as much of a progress step like a yeah moving forward yeah yeah because their goals for me are to buy a house and I have come to the realization in the last two years that me buying a house might never ever happen and I'm okay with that but that's not their guys for success and stability yeah because yeah they they bought their farm back in the early 90s from a retired couple so they got a great deal on it and they've been making do ever since so and anytime I have a little brother as well anytime we try to explain like no I don't think you understand how different things look for us now even compared to my brothers who there's a big age gap with my older brothers um even compared to them and like what they've gone through it's quite, it's so different. They also wouldn't have been able to buy their properties without their wives. I was going to um, ask you, uh, do your parents have an age gap and or did, did your mom work, like, do they both work on the farm and did she have a career before that? So there's no age gap between my parents. Um, they're like a year apart. They got married when they were 24. My They got, had my two older brothers very quickly into the marriage again catholic um, so we have that my brother's very quickly into the marriage one right after another and then for a whole bunch of different reasons they ended up taking like a long break my mom was like a manager like she has a she has a degree and she uh did work in her own degree when she got pregnant with me she started taking art lessons and has tried a whole bunch of stuff and is now like a fairly successful artist. Wow. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, releasing any of our bill or like putting relief on our bills, but it is her spending and it, it, it helps her advance her career. And she also makes her own hours. So she is kind of a funny, she's a little bit of a walking contradiction at times in terms of independence and having a man provide and the whole bit but culturally she's a bit of a feminist and I don't think she likes to align herself that way or allow herself to think that way but I do think that there is another life where she was her and I were very very similar yeah that's very much exactly what I thought you were gonna say because I was gonna say (laughs) it, it is a bit of a contradiction in the sense that like you know farm life traditional masculinity like physical labor all of that kind of stuff having kids wanting a having making sure that the partner can provide but then also mm-hmm. wanting to you to pursue higher education and then her having higher mm-hmm. education herself is like and I don't even want to say this to like uh in a way that like is a, a knock to your boyfriend but I think like talking to her a I would tell her like I'm really afraid that like you're going to like kick me out and like cut me off for this Mm -hmm. and even though you're saying like in the back of my mind it's like yeah but that's in the back of your mind like if it's like Mm -hmm. I think in that response like she would be like oh my god no but it's important to Mm -hmm. tell someone I think when you're like here's like the my worst fear and I just have to verbalize it to you because if someone was saying that to me like that's the first thing I want to clear up is like that's not even on the table Mm -hmm. and so you know Mm -hmm. that you're not dealing you know that when you're in the situation and you're talking about it you're dealing with someone who that's what their worry is and like that you need to cater how you how you approach yeah. the subject and talk about it. And then I would like, I think you're right in like the adding the potential college university thing back in there to it. 
and then saying to her and like you know what to I don't want this to hurt our relationship at all because like I want to I have all these dreams for myself I have these things that I want to do and I know that I'm going to like everything's not always going to go exactly how I want in the same timeline trajectory that I want Mm -hmm. and I want to know that like I can come back I want to know that I have you I want to know that if something were to happen like I want I want to know that like you know, the decisions that I make and like, I know that me deciding to move out with him, like I'm taking a different timeline than you wanted. And like, mm-hmm. this doesn't mean we're immediately going to get married. And like, I'm okay with if a couple years down the road, you know, we realize it doesn't work out and like, we don't end yeah. up being together or we do end up being together. Like I'm what I'm, none of these things that decisions that I'm making, like I'm not making choices for me 10 years down the road. Like I'm making choices for yeah. me right now and I'm growing and I'm learning and you raised someone who's like very confident in their like decision-making. And mm-hmm. I think if I choose the wrong thing, none of this is life or death. And I think that like, yeah, if we can just, I want to be able to like maintain a relationship with you in a way that I don't feel like, you know, I have to be prideful in making sure that there's no cracks and all of this stuff, because I want to make you proud. I think what would, I would hope would make you the most proud is me being happy and I still have to like I'm 25 I have to figure out what that is like I have to figure out how to get Mm -hmm. there and like maintain that and do all of those different things because I think yeah you saying that like maybe she doesn't always want to like identify as a feminist but using the same belief system but without naming Mm -hmm. it of like you know this isn't doesn't this is a relationship that I really love and I care about but it's not just about the relationship I'm gonna pursue education and all of those things it is like you said you in a different life you would have been very similar but these are Mm -hmm. similar trajectories in that sense and I think if she can see herself in that you know she also recognizes that your dad has flaws there and she's Mm -hmm. acknowledged some of those things and sometimes people cannot want us to make the same mistakes that they did or want them to make the same mistakes that they did because they can mistakes like compromises because they can live with them so like sometimes parents mm-hmm. like want you to end up with someone who they think is like their partner, even if they're not perfect, because it's like, well, I know that. Like, I understand that. I mm-hmm. get that kind of person. And I think if her big thing is like she loves her kid, like if kids forefront love the, all of that, I would think if you tell her that like there's a part, there's an irrational part of you that is worried this will change your relationship forever and you don't want it to. I think mm-hmm. she'll be like, I don't want it to either. How can we make sure that it doesn't? change in that way and then like I don't want to say it's like you and her versus your dad but you can even like kind of camaraderie there of being like and like I'm a little worried on you know telling dad about like all of this kind of stuff and like it can be Mm -hmm. a okay it's you know we're gonna figure this out together like we'll do this and having her feel included in a way that doesn't feel like she's losing you because especially if like they got Mm -hmm. married young and had kids pretty young And even if they're seeing that you guys aren't as traditional, it might be like, oh, you're going to move. You're going to get an apartment. You're going to immediately have a baby. And like, this is, this is your, the whole rest of your future in Mm -hmm. your life. But it's, Mm -hmm. that's not how this stuff works anymore. Yeah. That's not how it works. Yeah. No. Maybe sitting down with them and finding a starter home that's on the market that's there and just breaking down how much like it would cost for you (laughs) to get that house. And then they can actually see like, okay, we, we get this now. Like, you staying home mm-hmm. isn't going to speed up you buying a house and that might not be in the future for you. And then also, um, I know you mentioned that your boyfriend hasn't spent a lot of time with them. 
do you think mm-hmm. like if y'all spent some time with your family that would help too yes absolutely I do think it would and there's a whole bunch of reasons as to why he hasn't spent as much time and I've like I've spoken to him like quite recently and said like I understand like why the situation has been what it is and I don't want to force you into anything uncomfortable but it will help and I do think that once we live together like I've got five nieces and nephews who are all under the age of four right now yeah it's chaos but I love them so much and so I know for a fact that I'll be back to visit all the time and I think bringing him with me will help a lot because I've always known that he's not the archetype to fit in with my family my boyfriend I was on another call (laughs) back in February 2019 shortly after my boyfriend and I started dating Uh, it was a Valentine's episode with Mott's and my boyfriend is non-traditional and my family is very traditional. So I've always known that they're not going to be very, very close. And uh, I know it will help once they see us together more. It's just a matter of getting there because all of the logistics right now just aren't always in place just in terms of like scheduling and stuff like that. But if I'm making more time to visit and come home and spend a little bit of quality time here, then it will be easier to get him to come with me. And I think that that will help. Yeah, I think it would also be easier when you're both guests in there. Yes, And that's exactly. like psychologically, like it is, a, that's, it. you know, as someone who's like been an outsider mm-hmm. going like that kind of stuff, like you feel whether it's like you're staying there or you're not staying there, but like when you and your partner are on the same footing and ground there, it can feel, I think he might even feel a little more comfortable and you yeah. know, finding things that they can get along with. But yeah, people have ideas of like what they want for us. And at the end of the day, like it just has to happen. And then they'll see you be happy. And then it becomes like, a mm-hmm. oh, okay. You might not know all of the reasons or the steps that got there or like all of those components. But like if you look at your kid's life and you see that they're happy, then there's no nitpicking on, well, if they should have, it should have been this, it should have been this, it should have been this. And like, it just has to be like, there's a lot of hypotheticals on what they think will be Mm -hmm. the right, like the right path and the right thing. And the Mm -hmm. hard part is like a lot of parents, like even if you follow that and then you end up not happy, then it has to be like, well, you must've done it wrong. Like this is this whole thing. Or it's like, well, you just need to go out and do it and figure out what works for you. And then it's, oh, okay. That wasn't the only way to do it. And you're happy and it's working for you. And I might not get it, but ultimately when it's out of love in that way, they just they want the end result and they think there's one way to get there and if you can get there mm-hmm. or get wherever wherever it is that they're seeing you be happy whatever it t- takes and all of that I, I I don't want to say I don't think they'll care but I think it's yeah. they'll just want to see they just want to see you succeed and be happy in, in a way that like maybe not they, how they deem success but also how you feel like good and successful and like whatever you're doing yeah, no, I totally agree. And I do think that it's it's just going to be uncomfortable and a little bit tough and probably a bit passive aggressive for the first little bit. But I think once I find my groove and once they start missing me and realizing, like, that's the thing. Like, my boyfriend and I were just talking about this because he's moved in and out from his house a few times. And he said to his mom, like, I love missing you. 
I think I want to come home and feel privileged to be in your life again and not like I am stepping on your toes. Mm -hmm. I want to miss you. I think that's where our relationship thrives best. And I want to get to that because my mom has admitted to me many, many times that she wants me to stay forever. Like she just loves having me around. I was the only other girl in a house full of boys. So yeah, I do think that once she sees and realizes that like I can do better and I can be fine and I can thrive on my own, I think it'll be good. It's just been a long time since I've done that. It's been since, you know, late 2019 since I've done that. So yeah. 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 It's just ripping the band-aid off. But I I mm-hmm. I don't foresee this going poorly. Yeah, I don't either. I yeah. think she's going to surprise you and your dad probably will be in a mood for a minute, but then he'll get over it. Yeah, and he'll yeah. do the same thing he did where it's like then one day he's it's everything's like, fine and he's all and he's happy for yeah. it and you're like there's no conversation about it. There's yeah. it's just yeah. going to happen that way, but you know, I think it's good for you to acknowledge that your mom wants you to stay because it makes you, it makes her really happy. And she wants to find a way for mm-hmm. you to stay and for that to make you just as happy. But she just needs to mm-hmm. see you be happy somewhere else to realize, oh, that will make her really happy. Mm-hmm. You know? And like, yeah. like my little yeah. girl is growing up, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I really hope so. I do think I, yeah, I don't know. I have a, I have a lot of faith in her, but there's just a lot of events and a lot of things said in the last like six months or so that have like, shaken my confidence in a lot and especially in myself and I think that's where like a majority of this like anxiety has been coming from I have been in therapy the whole time so yeah I mean that's also parents can say if they they Mm -hmm. see you as like this perfect wonderful thing that like if you're not feeling confident in yourself it's oh well that must be the boyfriends it Mm -hmm. must be like all of these Mm -hmm. you know so then it becomes like an impossible standard because like then you feel like you can't feel how you're feeling or express how you're feeling without them being like oh no this is some other this can be fixed like this is just like a wave the wand we'll fix this this will happen this way yeah but I was just to give your boyfriend a tip assuming if your parents have you mean you've got they've got a good amount of kids and then lots and lots of nieces and nephews if your boyfriend Mm -hmm. likes kids doesn't even need to want to have kids he hangs out with the kids when you go to visit. That's that's a good one. The kids love him. Aww. They ask about him all the time. So I know that that is a plus, And I know that that's what gets my sisters-in-law, like, definitely on his side. Because mm-hmm. as soon as I met him, I knew, like, oh, you're going to be great with kids. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, big win. And, yeah, he's absolutely great with them. So yeah. I think that's huge and honestly that's all I need my little brother likes him my sisters-in-law really like him my mom is quite friendly with him and that is all I need in terms of like him suiting the family and when you leave they're all they'll all talk about it they'll all talk about Mm -hmm. like sisters and like it'll be like if they if they like sisters-in-law come visit you and it's like Mm -hmm. oh my god like you cannot tell the other people in your life like hey and it's like oh if you need me to talk up this relationship because they don't see like they're there a lot of other people can do the legwork for you even without asking because it just becomes mm-hmm. not going to talk about you and your relationship you know in the same way in front of you that they will when you're not around and mm-hmm. you know the people who really like love him and feel like this is really good for you they'll say that they'll say that and they mm-hmm. and it's clear that they're not saying that because you're there and it's because they believe it and 
you know, some, that's a, that's a thing that when your parents aren't having the only experience and relationship that they have with him is with everyone else. It's like, oh, he has mm-hmm. these other relationships with sister-in-law. They have like, he's got all these other things. It's like, oh, okay. So we actually maybe don't know, know him to his core. And yeah. We, yeah. we we now know other people who spend time with him when we're not there. And so like, you know, we, that who mm-hmm. he really is. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think absolutely. it'll be good. I think, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be stressful and anxiety inducing, but I think if you express that and you like share that at the forefront and you like let her know, because mm-hmm. I don't think that that's your responsibility to like, you know, I think if like having tangible anxiety that you're worried about how someone will react to something and they've given you like some sort of, you know, they haven't totally assured you. I always think I like when people give me the opportunity to assure them that like yeah. that thing's not going to happen. And I don't want someone to carry yeah. that and think it's their responsibility to just reckon with that thought process themselves, especially if I've given, I haven't given them so much confidence in that there's no way that that could be my response. So yeah. 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 That makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Let us know what you end up doing. If you end up signing for the apartment you just saw or fingers crossed you get one that you like and it all goes well. And we'd love to hear, you know, how it goes. Yeah, I'll for sure keep you guys posted. Thank you so, so much. Of course. Good luck with everything. Thank you. We hope you all enjoyed. Thank you. I almost said their first and last name for calling in. (laughs) We would never do that. We hope you enjoyed. I hope you liked this episode. If you want to call in for an upcoming one please do leave us voicemail, send us a voice memo. If you want to give us an update to a call that you were on, that we gave you advice on on a previous episode, shoot us an email. We can schedule it. That one we did. We talked, in per- I mean, not in person. We talked face-to-face digitally. Digital, digital, get down. Nice. Love that. Do you know that song? I don't know. NSYNC. Okay. It's an album only clip. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know that. <laughs> I had a hit clip that I got. That was a, not a real hit clip. It was like a McDonald's toy hit clip. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I liked it. I enjoyed it. But it might have been Backstreet Boys too, whichever one I got. But all I know is I only know about four songs from that group of uh, two Young boy men. bands combined. Of oh, those, combined. Yeah, combined. combined. I don't I know, know who what. sings what. I know you do. You and Mots. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Join our Patreon support. We hope you liked the episode. If you did, you can leave us a review on Spotify. You can also do it on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a review for episode specific or the whole show we always appreciate it and hey if you work for a company that does podcast advertisement i know some some girls with some wonderful podcasts who are willing and able to talk about how great things are oh yeah hell yeah we hope you'll enjoy it and we will uh see you next time stay tuned for the week make sure you're subscribed so you can get the rest of our content slate that's coming on up we won't have a new ne- episode next week, but... Because most of being a horror abroad. International hako Well, you know. And uh, so I didn't <laughs> upload See You Next Tuesday for last week because oh. I have a script due tomorrow. But I will put it up that week that we're, we don't have a new episode. Oh, amazing. Yes. So you have some stuff for us. And hey, if I get my shit together, I will have a new YouTube video that you can watch. No, you won't. No, listen, I literally, it's at the end of the video. I haven't even put it in. Like, I have a whole other video. It was an hour long. 
I know, that's why I said I would have to cut it down because it's in a video that I'm already editing. Like, it's at the very end. It is, there's no through line. It does feel very fucking weird that it goes from, like, I'm doing this, this, and this, then me in my bed being like, you'll never guess what just happened to me. No, Megan. Can Bumble BFF reach out to us? I have somebody who would be great <laughs> they used to make new friends. I am really good on dating apps. Hi, <laughs> Okay. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa DeMonts, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production sound and editing by Coco Lorenz. Production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. And music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter.